Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, hello, everyone. Dwight Beal here with the Bible Reading Podcast. It is September 6th, and it's a Monday And it is my sincere pleasure to introduce my guest this week. It's someone that I have known for a very long time. We've been through a lot together, especially on the day that she brought me into this world. So, Mother, thanks for joining me today. It's a pleasure to be here. So, one of the things I most admire about you, Mom, is your never-ending curiosity. And I know lots of people observe this about you. My mom has the spiritual gift of asking questions. So if you ever are in the same room with her, she will make you feel like you're the most interesting person in the world. She's always been that way. And at age 84, she is still that way. So if I'm not careful, my mother is going to turn this podcast around and start interviewing me. So That's the plan. (laughs) So behave yourself, mother. (laughs) So we could be here all day talking about the things that you've done in your life, where you've lived, what you and dad did and all that. So we definitely don't have time to go into all that. So I'm just going to ask you at this stage in your life right now in 2021, can you just give our listeners a snapshot of your life? What does it look like right now? I would say that the relationships in my life are the most important thing now that I spend lots of time on. That, of course, includes my family, which I'll, I'll quickly describe. <laughs> okay. It is a little complicated. It's very complicated, and you will not be given a test at the end to try <laughs> oh, to good. figure out who belongs to whom. But I have two children, two biological children. Dwight has a brother, and uh, Dana is married to Marlis. They have four biological children who are my biological grandchildren, the oldest one has three foster children. The next one has two biological children. And then uh, the family took on took in uh, a family of six uh, several years ago. And um, that includes three, four grandchildren and two great-grandchildren. So if you've been counting, I have seven great-grandchildren. However... They arrived into the family. They are equally as much loved and cared for. And my mom is a rock star grandma and great-grandma and mother. So it's really lots of fun to... She goes to games and she goes to recitals and she goes to musicals. And I don't know how you have the energy. I hope I have your energy. I hope I inherited that. I'm sure you did. We'll we'll see. (laughs) Well, I was there in the lobby at Victory Point when Pam invited you to do this. Yes. Yes. It wasn't you that asked me. (laughs) Right. And you laughed right out loud. I did. And why did you laugh? Because I think I'm the most unlikely person to do this interview of anyone that you could have picked. Right. And that's so classic because the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast is is just about that. It's about normal, everyday, unlikely disciples just opening up God's word and listening to what God is saying and what he wants us to do about it. So mom had a great idea that 
uh, we would open each podcast this week with the same prayer from Psalm 19, which is actually our Bible reading for tomorrow. So mom, open us up with that prayer and then we'll jump into today's passage. Loving God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Amen. Well, today's reading is in the book of Proverbs. And for those of you who might be new to the book of Proverbs, Proverbs is linked to King Solomon. And King Solomon, early in his reign, he asked God for wisdom to lead his people, and God gave it to him. And Solomon became known as the wisest man in the ancient world. And the book of Proverbs, I just read recently, uh, it's described as a guide to living wisely and well in God's good world. So I hope that this short passage in Proverbs kind of whets your appetite and that you'll uh, just go on and read, read more from it. So mom, could you read us from the book of Proverbs, starting in chapter one, verses 20 to 33? Okay. Wisdom calls aloud in the street. She raises her voice in the public squares. At the head of the noisy streets, she cries out in the gateways of the city. She makes her speech. How long will you simple ones love your simple ways? How long will mockers delight in mockery and fools hate knowledge? If you had responded to my rebuke, I would have poured out my heart to you and made my thoughts known to you. But since you rejected me when I called and no one gave heed when I stretched out my hand, since you ignored all my advice and would not accept my rebuke, I, in turn, will laugh at your disaster. I will mock when calamity overtakes you, when calamity overtakes you like a storm, when disaster sweeps over you like a whirlwind, when distress and trouble overwhelm you. Then they will call to me, but I will not answer. They will look for me, but but they will not find me. Since they hated knowledge and did not choose to fear the Lord— Since they would not accept my advice and spurred my rebuke, they will eat the fruit of their ways and be filled with the fruit of their schemes. For the waywardness of the simple will kill them, and the complacency of foods will destroy them. But whoever listens to me will live in safety and be at ease without fear of harm. Thank you for reading that, Mom. So as you were reading in the last couple days, doing your homework— Uh, what jumped out to you in this passage? Well, it's interesting. I thought we were supposed to read the whole book. Oh, so you did a little extra reading. So I did a little extra reading. Wait, the whole book of Proverbs? No, no, no. (laughs) Just the whole first chapter. Oh, phew. Okay. And what jumped out to me, which is actually related to what I just read, is that wisdom and discipline are used in the same line. Hmm. And then what I read just a few minutes ago, knowledge is there, and it talks about listening. And But I was very impressed that wisdom and discipline has to go together. Hmm. And then what the conclusion for me was, if we listen, the last verse, God, we have God's protection. Mm-hmm. So what, what to you is interesting about the connection of wisdom and discipline? that it takes discipline in order to have wisdom. It doesn't just happen. Interesting. The the converse is probably true as well. It takes wisdom 
to accept discipline. Absolutely. Right? Yes. They have an interrelationship with one another. Mm-hmm. Anything else stand out to you in this passage? Well, I see the word knowledge several times, and mm-hmm. that goes with wisdom, certainly. And knowledge doesn't just happen either. Right. Something you have to grow over time. Right. You have to work at it. You have to do a lot of listening. I think you read through the grid of someone who's been an educator all your life. <laughs> True. <laughs> Could that be? Could that be? <laughs> yes. <laughs> One of the things that jumped out to me is how there are three categories of people in this passage. Simple ones, mockers, and fools. Mm-hmm. And as I read through it, it sounds to me like God's saying, it's your choice which type of audience you want to be. If you want to be a simple one or a mocker or a fool, you know, we don't use the word mocker very often, but in this passage, it says those who are proud and arrogant are mockers. Those who are full of insults are mockers and those who resist correction. It really seems like God's given us a choice, like a choice to listen or a choice to have knowledge or a choice to be disciplined. But whatever we choose, there are consequences. Mm-hmm. So whatever of those three persons we decide to follow, God, may, God will protect us as he promised. He will be faithful. But in verse 24, but since you rejected me when I called, mm. that's not good news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my version says, because, you, because I have called and you refused. Mm-hmm. I stretched out my hand and no one heeded. What are the consequences that we see here for not heeding? Well, I think God loves us anyway, but we, and because God will be faithful. But if we don't recognize God's protecting us, do we feel we're being protected? Hmm. And it says in verse 28, when they call out to me, I will not answer. They will seek me, but I will not be found. That's pretty harsh. It, it is, but it's, it's almost like God is heeding our desires. If we, if we don't want him in our life, it's like he says, oh, okay. Exactly. Are, are there any examples from your life, Mom, that come to mind? Any examples from your own life or, or just simple challenges or applications that you can think of? I think of an example from your life, which oh, I've, I've been I've been <laughs> on the periphery of a person that you've that you've been loving to and cared for, and the person rejects and rejects and rejects, and yet you keep you're always there. Uh, so I've witnessed that, and there are times when I think I would have given up long ago. And there are times where I maybe need to give up. <laughs> well, God does say that God does occasionally, uh, maybe more than occasionally, maybe more than we know. What word did he use? I will not answer. So maybe there are times when the doorbell rings or the phone rings that it would be better if we didn't answer. Mm-hmm. Have I ever not answered the phone? I think I have. I can't. I can't tell you a story about it now, but I think I made that decision that it would be better 
to um, remain silent for a little while. Mm-hmm. When you and I were in California last summer at Kevin Harney's place, and he gave us some DVD teachings. Mm-hmm. One of the DVD teachings that I got from him was called When to Walk Away. Mm. I thought, oh boy, that sounds so harsh, but I think I need it because sometimes I don't know when to walk away. If a, if a situation is toxic or if a person is toxic, sometimes I want to just keep trying and trying and trying, but there is a time where we need just to say, God, they're in your hands and I got to walk away. If, I don't know if you have read the first half of this chapter, but in the first half of the chapter, it's spelled out very clearly what we are expected, what the requirements are in order for God to protect us. Mm-hmm. So it's up to us if we decide to follow those teachings. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, that was our choice. Right. So if you could summarize, Mom, maybe a simple challenge. If you could see the faces of the people who are listening today, and if you could look them in the eye and just give them a a simple encouragement or a challenge based on today's reading, what would that be? God loves you. We've all made mistakes. We're going to make more. But the invitation is there for us to uh, keep following those teachings that discipline, Mm. uh, the listening, Mm -hmm. and the learning, and that'll bring us wisdom. Mm -hmm. And that never ends. Never. Hmm. Uh, Now, maybe I'm I'm not sure what it's going to be like when I die, but I know that I have to do it until that day comes. And And I trust totally that God is caring for me the whole time, whichever part of the journey I'm on. Right on. Well, let me close with this blessing. For those of you who are listening, may you be among those who listen to wisdom. May you be secure and live at ease without dread or disaster. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.